Today on the newscast, Israeli Jews ignore Hamas threats and visit the Temple Mount in record numbers. We've got the inside story from the deputy mayor of Jerusalem next. Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. It has been a very chaotic situation atop Jerusalem's Temple Mount for much of the past week. Now, as we've reported here in the newscast, Palestinians have barricaded themselves inside the Al-Aqsa Mosque. They've stored weapons inside the mosque and they have clashed with Israeli police. Now, things seem to have calmed down at the moment, thankfully, Passover ends tomorrow and Ramadan ends on April 21st. So sadly, there is still time for more unrest, but we pray that that is not the case. In the meantime, despite threats by Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the two Iranian proxies who are stirring up all the chaos atop the Temple Mount and in the Al-Aqsa Mosque intentionally, despite all that and despite those threats, Record numbers of Jews continue to visit the Temple Mount. Folks, is this prophetic? We're going to break it down in a minute. Plus, go to Jerusalem for my interview with the deputy mayor of that city, Floor Hassan Nahum. Before I do, just two quick notes. Number one, if you have not subscribed to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube, click the subscribe button and notification bell. Give us a thumbs up, folks. You don't want to miss any of our daily updates for such a time as this with so much happening in the world's most chaotic and strategic region, the Middle East, the land of Israel. We break down what it all means to you no matter where you live. Secondly, a programming note, Monday, April 17th, our TBN special that I'm hosting called What is the Great Reset? 8 p.m., April 17th on TBN, we will break down this sinister agenda from digital currency to global digital ID, a one world government, much more. Some very powerful people are behind this push. And folks, it may sound conspiratorial, but it's not a conspiracy if they are saying it out loud. You won't want to miss that. Monday, April 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern time on TBN. What is the Great Reset? Okay. Let's break down the situation in Jerusalem, in particular on the Temple Mount right now. I mentioned record numbers of Jews, despite all the madness and the threats by terror groups backed by Iran, record numbers of Israeli Jews are visiting their most holy site. And it makes sense, folks, because 3,000 years ago, Jews prayed atop the Temple Mount at Solomon's Temple where the Ark of the Covenant was, where God's divine presence once dwelt, according to the Bible. And then again, the second temple, where Jesus taught, chased out the money changers, according to the Gospels. So again, this is the most, uh, the holiest site in Judaism, obviously a very special place for Christians as well. And now you have more and more Israeli Jews today connecting with their ancient holy site, the Temple Mount. Folks, listen to these numbers. Over 51,000 Israeli Jews ascended the Temple Mount in 2022. That is a modern record. It was up from the previous record set just one year before in 2021, where over 34,000 Jews visited the Temple Mount. 
This year in 2023 so far, we're not even five months into the year, we've already seen 27,000 Israeli Jews visit the Temple Mount, including 3,000 over the past week alone during Passover. Now, by the end of this year, it appears that the record set last year will certainly be passed. Again, 51,000, a little bit over 51,000 visiting the Temple Mount last year and already over 27,000 this year, only a little over four months into the year. So something is stirring, folks, atop the Temple Mount. And I believe more and more in the days to come, Jerusalem, of course, but the Temple Mount in particular will draw the world's attention. I think of the words of the prophet Zechariah, that Jerusalem will become like a burdensome stone in the days to come, and every nation that comes against it will be cut to pieces. Make no mistake about it, the Temple Mount is the most coveted piece of real estate in the world. Everyone wants a piece, whether Iran and its proxies like Hamas, the EU, the UN, etc. But God has given the city of Jerusalem to the people of Israel forever. It is the ancient and ancestral capital of the nation of Israel, and it is the city where God Almighty has written his name according to his word. So needless to say, Jerusalem is a pretty big deal in God's prophetic plan. I discussed the Temple Mount, the mini terror wave in Jerusalem, and some of the great things happening in the city recently with the deputy mayor of Jerusalem, Floor Hassan Nahum. Let's go to God's one and only holy city now and my conversation with the deputy mayor of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, great things happening. There is also a problem. Recently, we had a bit of a mini terror wave. Talk about that a bit, Floor. what you're doing, what the government here is doing to combat that terror threat, which always seems to many times revolve around the Temple Mount on the part of these radical groups. Well, that's just the excuse, of course. They try and connect the Temple Mount. They tell lies and they incite people and they say that Israel is storming Temple Mount, that they're not going to be allowed to pray there anymore. It's so much the contrary. Mainly Muslims can pray on the Temple Mount thanks to the fact that we run security. The month of Ramadan, we have 100,000 worshippers every Friday coming. Every day, their freedom of worship is preserved. All the tourists can come to the churches, can go to the Wailing Wall, thanks to the fact that in this city, we sanctify freedom of worship. Only under Israeli sovereignty is freedom of worship guaranteed for all religions in the city of Jerusalem. And so it's a very cynical, emotional manipulation to get radicals to do terror attacks. And it's very sad we've had 10 deaths in the last couple of weeks. I myself went to visit one of the families. It, it's heartbreaking. People who went to synagogue innocently on a Shabbat on a Friday night and got gunned down on the streets, innocent people. Two things, number one, uh before 1967, as you said, it was a much different situation in Jerusalem in terms of freedom of worship before Israel. Jews couldn't worship in the Wailing Wall. Christians couldn't worship. The only guarantee that all religions can worship is Israeli sovereignty. Exactly. And talk about the resilience of the citizens of Jerusalem in the face of terror. Unfortunately, we've had so many terror waves to deal with that people here know how to mourn and know how to pick themselves up and know how to continue with life. It's sad that we have to, but, but we have to. 
And so we just get on with it. I want to talk a little bit about why the terror attacks are happening. And we have two main problems. The first problem is incitement of young people in their educational curriculum, in social media, and in mainstream media. You have to understand, this was an Oslo commitment by the Palestinian leadership to stop incitement. Young people are being told every day that they should kill Jews, that they should kick out Jews. They're not being taught about some type of peaceful resolution in the future, a two-state solution. That's not what they talk about. They talk about kicking the Jews out. One day we're going to kick them all out. The Jews and the Christians, by the way. Nobody gets saved from this radical ideology. And this is the reason the young people get up in the morning and think to themselves, I've got to do my duty and kill a Jew today. And this is something that the whole world is funding through the aid they give the Palestinian. The second thing is the pay for slay policy, which is very simply this. You kill a Jew, you get a pension for life. You kill two Jews, we give you more money. And again, the whole world is sending aid to the Palestinian leadership that continues a policy of paying people to kill Jewish people. Imagine in America, if people were being paid to kill a particular minority group, how would that go down? That's right. The world would be outraged. And nobody's outraged and nobody says it. That's true. The money keeps coming in to the Palestinian Authority. I think that's a key point, Fleur. This pay-for-slave program, it's not Hamas. This is the Palestinian Authority of Mahmoud Abbas that oversees this pay-for-slave program. And by the way, American citizens have been killed as well by Palestinian terrorists whose families were then rewarded for killing Americans. I think it's Taylor Force a few years ago. Exactly. And you guys passed the Taylor Force Act in order to stop the pay-for-slay. But somehow the money gets kind of brought in through different methods, but it still gets brought in. This is true. And again, this is Mahmoud Abbas who oversees all of this. Yes. Now that was just part of my interview with Floor Hassan Nahum, the deputy mayor of Jerusalem. To see our entire interview, go to tbn.org, type the watchman in the search bar and you are looking for episode 253. That's 253 of the Watchman Show on TBN. Hey, if you like the newscast every day here on YouTube, you will love our weekly Watchman TV program on TBN. Tune in every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on TBN. Hey, one last programming note before I go. Tomorrow, Wednesday, April 12th, we will have another Watchman newscast live stream right here on the channel between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to join us live and bring your questions for our Q&A session. It's going to be good, a whole lot to talk about. Until then, thanks so much for joining us here today on the newscast. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.